Martin, how are you? Oh man, I am. Uh, I'm. I'm good. I'm good. I'm happy to be here. I actually, I'm very excited. Me I don't too. know. I don't know if we've ever actually met. No, we haven't. Yeah, yeah, this is our first time like seeing each other beyond social media. Yeah, because you have like a you have like a big presence on social media, where Thank like you. You, you like you like everyone's stuff. Like you like and we're. And then I'm like, hey, do you know this? But like, have I? Like, yeah. So like, every, like everyone kind of knows who you are because you like everyone's stuff. But like, I never, I've talked to other people. Like, oh, do you know who what Andy is? And I was like, oh, she likes your stuff too. And then I was like, oh, man. So I wasn't sure if maybe we saw each other one time. And then, you know, you just kind of like connected that way. Or I mean, I know, I because at first I thought you were, you know, you were just like really, big fan but you do perform yourself so I don't want to yeah. call you a fan I don't want to I don't think that it's fair to call you a fan because you know you do your own performing but you really are super like really supportive of everyone around here to be like, to be honest so I'm actually uh, like, yeah, I was like man yeah, I'm pretty stoked to finally like uh, meet her like talk to her and uh, yeah so I'm happy to be here Personally, yeah. Why are you gonna be crying so sweet? Hey, you're the you're the uh, you're the second woman I've been crying today, but uh, <laughs> you know, I have to get into the we have to get into the first one. Uh, 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 Thank you. Yeah, I definitely try to support everyone. I definitely am a fan of the DC comedy scene. <laughs> yeah, yeah, totally. Yeah. So let's get into it. So. What got you inspired into comedy? What mediums you perform, and how long have you been doing it? Yeah, uh, so I do stand-up comedy uh, myself. I've um, I don't know. I've always uh, always knew I was funny. Uh, I always wanted to do stand-up, and I actually I went. So when I applied to colleges, uh, I had uh, I got into a few, but I went. I specifically went to George Mason because it was like outside DC and it was so I could do comedy because I got into like Virginia Tech, which like is a good school, but it's in the middle of nowhere. I didn't think there would be you know, that much comedy. And back then when I was in college, there wasn't like too much comedy, but there was comedy. So like I, I've always known that was an interest of mine. So even when I was in college, that's when I started to do comedy. And that was, oh man, like the years keep going by, I would say eight or nine years ago now. When wow. I uh, first started. But again, back then, the scene was way different. There wasn't uh, too many spots in the city. I was like in Northern Virginia, uh, there was some stuff there, but you know, it was at least something. So it always, no, this is my main interest, and uh, probably school wasn't, but, you know, if maybe school was, maybe I could have got a better job, but, you know, it's okay, because at least, I, uh, you know, have, uh, at least I'm good on stage, at least I have that uh, experience, but, yeah, so that's how that happened. Yeah, that's awesome. So what inspires your material? 
I, I, I don't know exactly. I just like think of stuff. I, I can't really explain it. It's just like, and a lot of that is, is comes down to, I just think of something and I was like, I'm just like, yo, if that's stupid, like why would someone like, why would that be like stuff like that? It's made sometimes do stuff that like bothers me or something, you know? Like mm. it's one time, like I went on a date to the National Zoo and I realized, yo, the zoo sucks, right? In the zoo, there's so much walking, right? It's like, yo, you know, it's like I've seen a giraffe before, you know, this giraffe isn't gonna look any different. And then like they have the pandas, right? But half the time, no one sees a panda. So then I started thinking like, do they even really have pandas? Like it's just just a lie and they fabricate just so they get people to come. Is are there actual pandas? So yeah, see, so that and it wasn't a good date, but so I guess all of that I just that whole time I just constructed in my head. And I was like, yeah, the, so I just I don't know, it's just like in a certain mood you get into. You just gotta think of stuff that you know, it's got a rant or a complaint or just gotta acknowledge that the absurdity of certain uh, situations. So yeah, I guess yeah. that's how I can explain it. Yeah, that's awesome. I that sounds like making us so laughing. <laughs> I think I think also I want to say the zoo. Not a good first date. Like that's you don't start with the zoo. Okay, don't start. That was all. Man, I just wanted to go to the zoo, <laughs> and none of my friends wanted to go. I was supposed to meet this girl. I was like, you want to go to the zoo? And uh, but that's uh, yeah, not first date. Let's get into a few dates before we go to. Uh, that's uh, a good tip. I like that's an all day thing. Like, that's not even like. It's like, that's, that, we were there hours, and anyway, yeah, you get it. So, that's a very good tip to know. Yeah, yeah, and I, yeah, so. So is there a difference between who you are on stage versus who we are off stage? I, I, I think if you would have told me, I probably, for some reason, even though maybe I don't feel it, I probably have more confidence on stage, I guess. I think in my on stage with certain other people, I think it might be the one area where I might have enough self-confidence or, you know, just do it or whatever, even though when I am performing, I, I mean, I am nervous a lot, but I think it probably brings out confidence. I usually don't uh, express uh, every day or around like at work or whatever. So that's probably what I would say. Okay, yeah, no, I definitely feel that. Um, so what is the DC comedy scene like? I'm very new to the DC comedy scene, so I would love to get your, your take on it and what are the best places to perform um, and all that. Okay. Well, this is uh, not the best time for the DC comedy scene, of course, but you know, we did, uh, there was a good run. We had a good revival going from like July to like maybe like the first week of November. Cause now it's like really cold, but we you know, all these outdoor shows are going on. So we, you know, there was a good like movement going, you know, everyone kind of was able to get back into stuff. But uh, so the outdoor shows were cool. I know uh, 
I don't know, uh, cry baby DC uh, with like her, it's usually uh, stepped up. I know he's still gonna keep doing shows once um, whether it gets warmer and he works alongside Capital Labs and Capital Labs uh, before pre-pandemic used to do shows every night of the week. Uh, and of course, uh, Underground used to do shows every night of the week. I know they, I know they have done virtual shows uh, the past few months, and uh, it's a lot of people, um, other people, have put on uh, outdoor shows, which I'm sure they will continue to do. I guess I don't know how many people will go virtual, but I know people are doing other type of career project so uh yeah so so yeah right now we're just kind of chilling a little bit i know i uh brock snyder uh he does shows in apartment buildings a lot and he also did outdoor shows at the apartments but he has switched to virtual shows for those i know he's doing some virtual shows and i mean you go online you can find like hundreds the virtual shows you know, get onto that may not be just in the DC area. There's like all around. So right now, I mean, you know, things are kind of. I think everyone's accepted because you know, at first, you know, they said we're gonna keep doing outdoor shows until it's not possible. And I thought, yeah, you know, it doesn't really get cold until like January or February. But you know what, I. Stand corrected. It's like really cold outside. Like I, under, I, I, you know, I was wrong. Like you know, this is even even like at the end of October. I was like, okay, I would just go to the show and be like, yeah, this is pretty. That uh, even at like some shows, like what the, the living room show did outdoor shows. They even have blankets for people to wrap themselves into. So. Uh, I understand. I think we've all accepted, and not just like the weather, but you know, things are kind of you know, it's not the you know the serious seriousness out there with like people getting sick. Like you know, it's, um, thankfully, through all these outdoor shows we did, everyone was really safe and precautious, and I don't think there was any cases of people getting COVID. So. Uh, we did get, uh, not, I say we, but those people who put up their shows, and I guess I performed on those shows also, everyone did a good job, and I never heard of anyone getting cases or anything, so, we, you know, it was good there, so I guess for, uh, for the DC scene to, you know, come back a little bit with uh, live performances, we'll have to wait till Maybe March, you know, see how it is around the end of March. And again, there's going to be other stuff popping up. Uh, I think even Crybaby, Mike Kurtz, is talking about doing something virtually. So it's out there. But, you know, it's it's almost Christmas or whatever. I think we're trying to I just keep it chill. So, yeah. yeah. That's awesome. So what do you think, as a DC comedian, one needs to be improved in the DC comedy scene? Uh, well, it's actually, uh, it's funny you mentioned that. Uh, I, I really, actually, I read this article and it hasn't been published yet, but I can tell you one thing I uh, did, 
was about um, is uh, pre-pandemic, uh, the, the truth, this is honest, uh, honestly true, like over half, I would say a majority of the shows that are in DC, just the city itself, were actually not uh, handicap accessible, you know? Because there are that these, I mean, I know we're in the city, but a lot of times it's either upstairs or downstairs, and some of these places, like even though they're ADA approved and everything, there's not like elevators, not really a way for people get, to get down there. I know uh, some uh, producers who put on shows, uh, they would provide accommodation if requested, but uh, honestly, most of these places are really not accessible for people who, you know, may have use some type of walking aid, whether if they're in a wheelchair, maybe a walker or something. So I know that is a real thing. I don't think many people have uh, addressed. So that, that's probably, that's one, I guess, thing I think we can probably improve on uh, if we ever go back to going and being inside. And once, and if once everything goes back to normal, if we'll be using the same venues for shows, because you know that might it's a, who knows something venues might not be around. But I don't know about that. But yes, that's one thing that I thought of. Yeah, I think that's a really serious issue. And I think it's really good that you're bringing this to light because something like people may not think of, but like now people may think of it. So I think it's a really great issue that you bring. Um, so going back to you a little bit, what are your hopes and dreams and future for comedy? You've been doing this for like eight, nine years now. So yeah, it's been, yeah. Oh, oh well, I don't know. As long as I, I guess personally, uh, I can just like uh, support myself doing comedies. I don't have to have a day job, and I don't have to have uh, my parents worry about me if I have enough money or anything. So. Yeah, I think that's like my main goal. I mean, yeah, I would like, it'd be cool to be like super big or whatever, but let's start with being just like, you know, earning a living wage through doing comedy. It'd be like the first time I'd be making money doing something I actually enjoy. So that would be pretty uh, uh, sick. But, um, you know, I think uh, before the pandemic, I was on a good stride. But, you know, I think things have kind of, you know, been kind of slowed down a little bit and whatnot. But I, I think uh, there, there's not too many good opportunities now to do stuff because everything, and for everyone, like clubs, you know, aren't doing the best. Everyone's kind of up here. But if, uh, if things ever get good, I'm sure I, it, it would, I can continue on that stride. Yeah, definitely. How many times were you performing in like a week or weekend? I, I, I was like, good. I mean, you know, there's plenty of shows in DC. So uh, yeah, I, I would say at least like once a night I could get on a show or, or I was on a show. So yeah, I was pretty good at doing like at least once a night. So some nights, you know, could have been better, could have been too. You know, and sometimes three. So yeah, I definitely like I had before the pre-pandemic. I had my routine. 
I knew what I had. I was really good at what I did. And then it all, it all just stopped. So yeah, yeah if uh, we ever get back, we ever get back, even, well, I mean, I guess before outdoor shows, um, I did a few online shows. Uh, I mean, you know, they're not bad. A lot of people may, uh, you know, make fun of them. But like, you know, there's something else to do back in like April. So at least it kind of kept me in the process. But I was able to like come up with like a, a virtual show type set. So I was able to kind of adapt, even though I don't know if they were like uh, the best jokes. But then once out the outdoor shows were going, like I certainly wasn't doing it like once a week. Some weeks I was pretty good at, at doing like three nights in a row. But uh, that 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 was they a lot of times it wasn't like that. But I was kind of able to get back in the routine a little bit, but certainly not to the point I was. But yeah, I don't know. That's, yeah. Yeah. yeah that's that's awesome and that's definitely like inspirational that you were able to like do that like you just have a show every night like nurse, that's amazing I could get, barely do like one show a week yeah you know yeah I, you know I've been around for a while so people have helped me you know I'm uh I'm fortunate to be able to get uh spots like that I know when you first start out it's not gonna be that simple so yeah I just uh yeah, yeah. yeah. Speaking of uh, starting out, so what advice do you have for like future comics and someone, something which, sorry, uh, something you wish someone told you when you first started out doing comedy? Oh man, something I wish, I wish someone told me, uh, don't do it, focus, <laughs> focus on your future, man. I don't know. Um, I guess, I don't know, my advice is, you know, if uh, just, I don't know, just like what I did, just try to keep uh, doing shows and thinking of ideas for jokes and uh, um, something, something I wish, I don't know, I guess maybe sometimes back, uh, Two years ago, maybe I wasn't quite quite doing as much shows as I could because maybe I don't know I was I didn't feel like it or something. But just you know, or always kind of I guess uh, having the confidence to just show up somewhere whether or not you're on. It's just you know just to be around and uh, chill and just you know because you know that's what's good that's what you want to do anyway so don't make excuses not to go to a show or as to be on a show and something like that yeah I love that I think that's great advice I will definitely use that oh thanks yeah well that's all the questions I have thank oh. you so much for coming Martin you're like one of my favorite DC comics. I like oh, really look up to you and you're oh, just like, thanks. you're absolutely amazing. I love oh. your social media presence. Just keep doing amazing things. Well, thank you for having me. You know, I, I, I have like my own podcast stuff, but I know I'm trying to be just like a podcast guest, you know, that's my new thing. And it's feeling like yeah, same. on podcast. So 
Maybe that's why I, I felt like I rambled a little out on here because I just had, you know. No, you were perfect. Okay, very cool. Nice. Yeah. But yeah, thanks for having me. Uh, it was it, it was a good time. Yeah. If you want to plug in your podcast, you're welcome to do so or any okay. other. Yeah. Very cool. Well, uh, we do we do that. I just I took a little break from it, but we're back uh, doing like all the martin uh podcast and usually it's me can we enjoy your eyes and a guest can we kind of do a loose interview conversation maybe something crazy you know like mike hurts runs cry baby we try to make him cry by chopping <laughs> onions you know you never know what's gonna happen and then uh when i do uh it, I, I don't know how close we try to follow the Bachelorette, uh, Bachelor franchise, me and Jenny Quistel, whose birthday is today. Happy birthday, Jenny. And uh, we do, we, uh, we're pretty, we either do the Bachelor or we do some dumb romantic movie Jenny likes. So oh, that's called Rose and Thorns. So Rose and Thorns and Lamar Podcast. Uh, but yeah, that's my two podcasts, and you know, I'm around doing other stuff too. So, I guess uh, Twitter is funny Phillips, except switch the ph and s, so it's like ph. I, I think I've, I gotta change my handle, yeah, that's too confusing, <laughs> right? And at, at the time, I thought it was clever, but I think it might be confusing for people. And then, you know, Instagram, fly, Marty, Philly. And I guess Facebook is just my name. So yeah, that's me. Look, you know, look up, look it up yeah. if you want. So anyway. Yeah. Awesome. Thank cool. you so much. I will add that to the uh, your little bio thing. Oh, nice. Cool. Yeah. Yay. Thank you. Well, thank you. Have a, have a good night. <laughs>